Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Got a message from a guy named Gavin yesterday. It was like, hey man, what was that thing about the guy with the vaccination? And I got vaccinated. Yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. What'd you get? The uh, Moderna or the Pfizer? Or <laughs> oh, I think it was the Dumbreka. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's dope. The summer's going to be Wait, sick. what did you say? Huh? The Dumbreka? The Dumbreka, yeah. It was like the cheapest one. It was like 300 or something. I'm just having to have it. I can tell it's working already. My eyes are super blurry. Oh my Fine. god. Blurry? Dumbreka, that sounds evil. No, come on. I really hope it's not. I just feel healthy, man. I've been expelling a ton of black bile. <laughs> that's not healthy. Damn, that's not, are you saying it like that? Dumbreka, that's how they were saying it. Dumbreka, Dumbreka. <laughs> that's not good. They yeah. put me under for the whole thing and it only took a couple hours. A couple what? Hours? Oh, okay. it was fine. You're saying that like you're saying. We all hope it was fine. fine. Oh, I hope it was totally okay. So do we. You didn't used to do this. Oh. Go back for a second job. Yeah, and he told me to bring three friends. So I gave him your names and your social security numbers. No. So that, uh, obviously, these guys just mucking around and, and pretty good for sure. Um, there are some people that, uh, that still um, are skeptical of the vaccination. Remember at the beginning when the vaccines were first starting to roll out, they're like, well, I'm not getting the vaccine unless I watch my elected official get the vaccine. Then we watch the elected officials get the vaccine and we're like, oh, I don't want to get the same one that he got. They were saying uh, <laughs> Bill Gates put little trackers in the vaccine oh, and they're yeah. going to insert it into your body. Microchips. Yeah. yeah 5G. Microchip. Dude, honestly, I need better Wi-Fi. I was in Transcona <laughs> yesterday. Honestly, I, I needed my phone. Like I really needed my phone mm. at that particular moment to, to activate. And I was just in some weird dead spot. Yeah. Right by, uh, right by, I mean, I guess I was on Plessy, right? Like just kind of North Plessy a bit. And my phone wasn't working. And I was like, man, I wish I had that 5G chip that they were talking about <laughs> with this vaccine. In fact, I just wish I had any vaccine yes. at this point. Um, just to keep things moving because uh, it's, it's ultimately going to decide whether you can or can't do some things. Um, whether it's traveling. Which at this point, it's not like you can just travel willy-nilly and still not have to quarantine and stuff. Like we're not there yet. But there are some countries that won't let you in uh, if you are going to travel down the road and uh, you're going to have to have the vaccine. And and I saw yesterday the Buffalo Bills, my football team, right? The Bills, Bills Mafia, uh, big stink online yesterday saying that they are going to allow 100% capacity of their games this year, but you have to be hmm. vaccinated. Okay. Which... Again, we, we've kind of known this was coming. Remember the first, even before the vaccine was out, it was like Live Nation said, if you want to go to a concert, you're going to have to show your vaccination yep. card kind of thing. Yep. So I guess it kind of, uh, you know, I guess it kind of makes sense that now that's where we are. I don't think Buffalo Bills fans should be shocked and also shouldn't be worried about vaccines. I mean, I've seen people eat partially cooked meat and sucking whiskey out of a bowling ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. really, bro, you're worried about what's in the vaccine. I have seen what goes on at a Bills tailgate party, and it is filthy. There was a show in the 1980s on Canadian television uh, called You Can't Do That on Television. And it, I think it was on for like like 10 years in the 80s. And then they, they replayed it through the 90s. It was like a sketch comedy show for kids. It was on like yeah. Nickelodeon. Um, so where they, that's where the slime That's where the slime started. Every time that somebody YTV. said, um, I don't know, that person would get slimed on the show. Yeah. And it was just, it was, I mean, it ran for 10 years. So obviously it was pretty successful. It actually spawned the career of one Alanis Morissette. Yes. Hmm. She was on that show as yeah. a kid. Um, actually, that's like an improv rule 101. If you say, uh, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, and as opposed to saying that or no, you have to say yes and. And it's, it's like it's, it's that philosophy. 
the philosophy behind oh, the improvisation. I see okay. So to keep the ball rolling yeah. and to to keep the conversation going and it's like don't yes, just block it, right? Exactly. With, yeah. Yeah. With so like yes that, and yes and look at you with your improv knowledge. It. Hey, I I had a chance to work with a couple of greats. Where? Down east. Oh yeah? Yeah, some second city people. Oh, cool. I, okay. Hey. Okay. Yes and Okay. Okay. So there's a guy who was on that show. He was a kid uh, on the show. His name was Chris B- Bickford. Oh, legend. Okay. Now Chris Bickford has some big plans upcoming uh, over the next year. He wants to create a movie in the style of the Mighty Ducks, good movie. Mm-hmm. In the style of the Sandlot, good movie. Oh, great. Little movie. Giants. Oh, yeah. Really like that one. Solid. Rick sports. Moranis. Yes. Solid sports flicks. Ed O'Neill. Yeah. He wants to create a CFL style movie in in those um, kind of following that sort of genre. Okay. Sorry, the Canadian Football the League? The Canadian Football League. Now, he says he's no way affiliated with the CFL, but he's a diehard CFL fan. Really? Okay. Where is he? T- Toronto? He's in Hamilton. Okay, okay. so he's a Ticats fan. So I get the movie, that. he says, would, would, uh, would center around the Hamilton Tiger Cats, okay? And it would be a cross between the movie Rocky and Stand By Me. That's, I, I've never seen Stand By Me, but this sounds dumb already. Okay. <sighs> now, this is where it gets good because he says there's two high-profile athletes, one a Super Bowl champion quarterback, the other a Hall of Fame New York Yankee that are reportedly in talks to support this film. Okay, wait. A Super Bowl champion. That could be like... It could be anyway. It could be a third stringer. It could be... It doesn't <laughs> have to be a player. It could have been an equipment manager. He won a... Well, it says, it says quarterback. Oh, sorry. It did say quarterback. Oh, yeah, it says quarterback. That. Okay, yeah. so yeah. And then it says that he would release this movie in theaters... He would show it at film festivals, mm-hmm. okay? Then he'd put it on Netflix, and it would be available to their 200 million subscribers around the world. <laughs> now, apparently, Mr. Bickford has already been in talks with a number of well-known Canadian actors about appearing in this film, and he says he's confident he would be able to secure at least one household name when it comes to Canadian <laughs> cinema. I don't think it would be that bad. I, I don't think it would be that bad. You know, like you're, are you, do you think it would be like just complete crap? I think crap? it would be complete crap and just cheesy. Well, and the CFL thing. Yes. Well, like, honestly, the CFL <laughs> might not even be a league by the time this guy gets anybody on board with I it know. because of COVID. I but know. the way that those movies like Stand By Me, it's very old timey, set in the 80s and like the, the sports small town, like this, and like where our CFL league Which is, is kind of small town yeah. league, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah. So then that's the way it's filmed is that gritty looking. I don't know. I think it would work. He's hoping that this movie would just like create a new generation of fans for the CFL. It could, but Maybe. if uh, CFL I'm needs I'm it, doesn't it? Like, well, I think they need, they need a lot fans. more than just a movie. Like when yeah, he says like, that, that 200 million people that are on Netflix are going to tune into a CFL. That there are people that don't even know that the CFL exists in Canada. Yeah, I know exactly, exactly in, in this country. But just the fact that he thinks he'd be able to secure at least one household Canadian actor to be in this film. I mean, you got to think that uh, that's got to be someone like um, oh, man. Dave um, Turnbull. Wow! Come on now. Come on now. I'm way too expensive for him. But extremely available. Oh, yes. Dance card is not dead. There are some things that are better used. Do you not agree? Some Mm. things not so good used. Condom, not good used. Don't want to use that again. Q-tip, not good used. Sure. Toothbrush, if it's not yours. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible thing to have used, pre-used. One thing that I find, and I don't know if you do the same, but uh, there is nothing better than walking down the aisle at Value Village and 
Sniffing out the shoes. Oh, no, no I wouldn't walk. do that. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Shoes. Not, not, I, I don't, something about shoes I wouldn't reuse. Somebody else's shoes? You wouldn't? No, I don't think so. Oh, I agree. I, uh, like, I've got, I shop at consignment stores and stuff. Shoes, something I don't even look at. Underwear, no. yes. Shoes, the, no. You it's can funny see that that's the, where you draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no underwear allowed at those stores either. But there's, like, the, your foot makes, like, a black toe mark. You know, like, when your toes are sweaty? Like, in, yeah. especially in high the heels. Imprint. Yeah, that yeah, imprint. Yeah. And that gross. I have no out. problem, like, the Valley Village buying a, any other kind yeah. of clothes there. But uh, shoes, I don't know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do shoes. Um, yeah, don't you just hate though, Turnbull, when, when your high heels, when they have the, the black stains from other toes, do you, ah, you, don't, me that you don't mind, yeah, you, don't, doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> you don't mind, uh, with those double E wide yeah. feet. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. And I don't mind use shoes to the point where I actually prefer like a, a dress shoe. I, I got a pair from a family member that, that passed away and I got it actually a few pairs. And they are some of my favorite, most comfortable dress shoes. They're already broken. And it's the same thing with skates. The only thing, like the last pair of skates I got was in my 19-year-old year playing junior. And so I have had these skates. I'm like 30, I'll be 37, right? Almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't get myself to go buy new skates. It's not because I can't afford to go buy new skates, but I just prefer something that is old and worked in. Like a ball glove. Okay, baseball glove. There's nothing worse than getting a new baseball glove. Well, just not only because it takes time to break it in. That's the only reason it's, it's bad getting it. You, like, you, you like used shoes so much that you go to the bowling alley just to put on the shoes, not even bowl. You know I hate <laughs> bowling alley shoes. Because Why? I, they're your shoes. I know, but it's because you know what I do at the bowling alley. I go get size 16s. Like I go get the clown size shoes. Why? But what's the difference? What? Because because you go to Value Village and pick up no, used I, shoes. No, I don't buy used shoes necessarily at Value Village. But if it was a friend, I have swapped shoes with friends before. So you got to know them. I think so. I okay. feel better about it. That's where your sure. uh, your thing wavers. But also, if they are professionally cleaned. Okay, if you were to buy a pair at Value Village and they're in good shape. Right. And I'm not even talking dress shoes. I mean, like runners, if they were in good shape, washed, disinfected, you know, basically they've just been, they've been gently worn, but somebody just didn't want them anymore and decided to drop them off at uh, Plato's closet or one of these consignment mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. Would you not, you wouldn't think that was good. I don't think I would. No, I don't think I would want those shoes. I'm surprised you do too. You're such a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's no, but if they're clean, would... like if they, if they but look no, who brand cleans new. their shoes really? And listen, you know what I mean? like back I to never... the bowling alley. I mean, they spritz those shoes down after everywhere. Wow. You still don't like putting those things <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, but the problem is the guy that's doing the spritzing goes one for you, one for me, right? So there's something about that that I don't trust. Well, Nike. So basically, what they will do, they'll get shoes back that have a little deformity. You know, like <laughs> one box will have like two left feet or something like mm, that okay. or missing an eyelid or something like that. Um, some shoes that have been gently worn or a slight uh, manufacturing flaw. Um, Nike is now reselling shoes at their uh, their big Nike stores. Mm-hmm. Do we have one here in the outlets? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. I think so. So, so they have like uh, shoes that somebody's worn once to the gym, taken them back. Right. Be like, ah, you know what? These uh, trainers aren't for me. I wore them once. We're not talking about like totally beat to shit right, shoes. Right, right. I mean, like just gently, you know what I mean? Something yeah. that, that literally has been worn once. You'll and see people post on Marketplace, done, used once, yeah. whatever. Right. They're obviously um, cheaper, I assume. 
Like that's the catch. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right? that's the catch. Um, Fraction I, of the price. I feel like the difference between what Nike's doing is they're calling it they're refurbished. So they're instead yes. of so when you're bringing it to Value Village, you just drop in your shoes as yeah. is. They're getting as is. Yeah. Nike's going to look at them. They're going to fix any snags, tears, and everything. So yeah, you're getting secondhand shoes, but it doesn't really feel like secondhand. Agree. Shoes, I agree with be, that. They're still used shoes. Well, the end of the day. yeah, but they're they've been kind of like she said, they've been refurbished. Yeah. They're right. not like like someone's you know your your buddy's shoes that he's been wearing for six years and you go put them on you, now you're just wearing his stinky feet like yeah. i don't want to put those on my feet really? yeah refurbished yeah, would be like they'll pull the sole out and put yeah. a brand new sole in and then they'll probably change the laces and then clean it up and then put it back yeah i'm more prone to do selling. that than just uh sure so you're still saying that you would wear used shoes so now you're saying wow. you'd wear used shoes. Yeah. So basically, to bring it back to the beginning of the conversation, you said you wouldn't wear used shoes. I didn't say, you know, wait till the end of the story. <laughs> Turbo, wear your shoes. Old used shoes, Turbo. I don't mind used, used, some used stuff, gently used. Like I found a t-shirt that I was wearing uh, on the weekend. And I was like, I don't even know who this is. Somebody left it at my house, but I put it on and it was broken in. You know, when you put on a new shirt and it's like kind of crunchy and it just doesn't crunchy. Yeah, like no. new shirts have like a starchiness to them. Yes. And when you buy a new shirt and you you roll it off the shelf and it's like it's it's feels stiff. Crunchy is a weird word. Yeah. That makes it sound like someone, yeah, use it for something else. <laughs> but oh. uh, <laughs> socks are so passe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so big, gotta use a shirt. <laughs> A senior Manitoba civil servant was stripped of his assistant deputy minister title yesterday. He got in trouble by Premier Brian Pallister. He learned that he traveled to Las Vegas to referee a UFC match during this whole COVID thing going on. And he has been doing it for a very long time. Um, The government, though, this is the thing. They're refusing to say whether the employee was granted permission for travel. Which I find weird. What is he, some sanctioned ref? Like he's, uh, he, he he's actually, traveling for work? Uh, yeah, yeah, and he lives here full time and he travels. He's gone all over to do matches all over the world. So he's and, working. Yeah, and, and he works in Manitoba. Um, he was a Manitoba civil servant. He was a senior and he was the assistant deputy minister. He got his title revoked. Um, after he was at the March 27th, like the, pretty recently here, UFC 260, yeah. um, he is like the, the guy on TV. And uh, I think it's kind of cool that he lives here yeah, and goes back job. and forth. Like I, I, I have a hard time. But you're not supposed to be traveling when you work for the government. But the thing is, He's it still makes. still quarantining, I'm sure. He was ma- still following the rules. But, the you know, when they say no government employees should be traveling and then you have, a, he is a government employee, right? So. That's what what the the area he just is, holds his job down. I mean, how, how much government work is he doing right now? Is he even because I, I I just don't know the guy's title because all you're saying is he's a deputy minister. Yeah, I, what's I, a civil servant even? What does that mean? Well, a civil servant means you work for the government. Anybody okay. who works in 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 you know for us civil yeah. people is a civil servant. Yeah. So he was the uh, deputy minister of transformation. Like, uh, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Transformation. Yeah. But the thing Transformation? I thought was interesting about the story is how uh, Pallister's <laughs> government is refusing to comment that if they gave him permission or not, which makes me right. think he asked. He probably did. And they said yes. They and know. now they're panicking and backtracking. And now he's getting in trouble and being demoted for doing something that he was told he could do the whole time. Yeah. Essentially, I think the, the biggest issue, the biggest conflict is that he's double dipping, right? Like he's getting paid by the government, by us, taxpayers. Yeah. And then he's going and working for a private enterprise, UFC, mm-hmm. and and getting paid while he's getting paid for the government. Because he probably had to leave. Uh, now, they don't have a quarantine rule in effect in Vegas, I don't think. No. I don't think anywhere in the States does. So I think that um, 
he probably took some time on our dime and went and got paid again. Right. I see what you mean. To yeah. ref. Oh, yeah. I yeah. See. But again, he's he's doing it for work. If he if he's not a civil servant, this is a non-starter. No, because this yeah. is a guy going to work. Yeah. There's sales guys traveling in and out. There's a reason why there's flights to Minneapolis uh, twice a week. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. still flights going in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Of Canada. Right. So. Okay. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That he's. Uh, what the hell is the deputy of transformation? That's what I, I don't know. know. We got to do some. What's transforming? Transformers. <laughs> no, he's the deputy of transformers. All right, robot. So many ridiculous uh, food recipes get uh, passed around online. You always see it. You always see it. I'm always a sucker for clicking. I'll send them to my wife. She's like, what? You want me to make this for dinner tonight? Is that what you're doing? I'm like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Try it. Like mostly it's like those like TikTok things that are going around, right? Like you tried that pasta one. Oh, yeah, yeah. The pasta. That was popular. Um, yeah, I didn't find it great. You basically yeah. take a chunk of cream cheese or feta. Feta cheese, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you put it in the pan. You melt it down, you dump in some uh, grape tomatoes, a little basil, boil up your nudes, dump the noodles in, make it like a casserole. Mm-hmm. Boom. And everybody was into it. Everybody man. was into it. I, I follow somebody on, on Instagram right now that makes that apparently once a week now. Wow. But they'll mix up the cheese. They'll, they'll oh, throw in like wow. the... That's different then. You throw in like yeah. the boursin cheese. You know, like the, the oh, one I that you get that in the box. Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? those are the dips, or dips right? Yeah, Boursin's you can use it for yeah. dips. Yeah, like for a charcuterie board or something yeah. like that. I know that sounds extremely pompous as we talk about charcuterie boards on 92 and <laughs> City. But um, I'll tell you, there is nothing better than taking a vegetable thin and smashing it into a boursin after you've had too much red vino. True. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I saw this yesterday, and we got a text about it. Um, for open texts, and you can reach out to us anytime at seven six two triple five. All right, you wanna you wanna text us about anything, whatever. Somebody's like popcorn and mayo salad. How about that? I was like, no, no, gross. that is ridiculous. But um, it's a thing, and it's so much so a thing that uh, our friend Ian, who works with us in Calgary, one of our Calgary stations, he was sampling it yesterday. Somebody in their office made. A popcorn and mayo salad. Now, basically, hang on. <laughs> Bear with me for a second. Okay, so this popcorn and mayo that the Food uh, Network has put out, um, it looks pretty gross. It's basically a bowl of mayo. Okay, that, <laughs> see, this has been my question this whole time. Like, yeah. how much mayo are we talking? Is it a drizzling of mayo on top of popcorn? No, dude. Or is it like a soup? Well, no, no, it's not a soup. Think picture potato salad texture. Oh, right? yeah. So there's nothing better than next day, uh, you know, leftover potato salad, something like that. Like, it's it's pretty good. And when you think about what, huh. what goes into potato salad, it sounds kind of gnarly, right? It's, pota- <laughs> it's, it's potato. Well, it's potato it's sown in mayonnaise. Yeah. You get yeah. ca- the carbs mixed with the fat and the, sure. you know. It actually does. I'm just looking at pictures for the first time. It actually doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look like popcorn. No, and all it is, essentially, from, and now the one that was going around on the Food Network, the popcorn and mayo with vegetables and stuff like that, the one that was going around on the Food Network doesn't look as good as the one that I saw. That's why I wanted to bring it up, because the Food Network did one thing, they, but, but the key is to put your own spin on it for, based off of what you have okay, in the fridge. here's my spin. Okay. Popcorn. Just popcorn. <laughs> yeah, but where do you get the mayonnaise? You can't. You're not just going to eat a bag of popcorn for lunch. Sometimes I've, 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 I've had put, popcorn for dinner multiple locations. I put for ranch dinner. on yeah. popcorn. I've done that. Ranch dressing. Yeah. I've never done that. I'm a traditionalist. I like popcorn a lot, a lot. And if you yeah. ordered popcorn from I Skip the Dishes, I have. 
Uber Eats actually, but yes. Traditionalist. I like popcorn and butter, and that's it. And I have eaten it for dinner. If I'm like, oh man, what are times are tough. Oh man, so laziness, but either way, too lazy. Okay, so you're too lazy to boil water for two minutes, but you will press the popcorn button and wait there for two seconds. No, no, I'm not putting microwave popcorn. I'm talking real popcorn on the stove. On the stove. Stove. Yes. Jiffy pop. Not Jiffy pop over the fire. Yeah. Jiffy pop. It's like a big pot. You got the little. Crank. Crank, yeah. Yes, and you crank on, on the stove. It's delicious. Fancy. And I won't put any seasoning on it. I don't want your ketchup seasoning, your salt vinegar seasoning, none of that seasoning. No? The dill pickle? Not dill pickle oh even. Just give me good popcorn with butter. Extra well, popcorn, salt. Yes, but butter and salt. That's it. That's it. Don't touch popcorn. That's why I'm very not into this whole mayonnaise thing. It does not oh, belong with popcorn. Wait, way healthier, though. Popcorn in, in, in here than, than potatoes. Sure. You're not loading up on the carbs. It's so well, much lighter. That's because it's popcorn salad. But I get that, but mayonnaise isn't healthier than anything. No, no. <laughs> that's why you got to balance. That's why you got to balance it out. So, sure, it's healthier than potatoes. Yeah, you got to balance it out. You don't want to overload on the starches. Yeah, mix it with a little Greek yogurt, so it's a little healthier. Yeah, a little Greek yolk. Yeah, Disgusting. It's the same thing Disgusting. as mayonnaise, kinda. Morning, city. Hi. Hi. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> good. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? <laughs> how are you? Good. Good. How are you? Oh my god. Oh, I think I dialed the wrong number. I'm no. Sorry. <laughs> There's not a lot in this world that I consider myself just a master at. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there are two things. Well, apparently, making popcorn. Your Jiffy Pop. Okay, there's three things then. <laughs> <laughs> but driving, backing up with a trailer, yeah, fantastic. You are? I am. Because of my dad. Sure. My dad had to ingrain that in me, right? As a truck driver, like, if you couldn't back up a trailer, if his kids could not back up a trailer, Shameful. like, yeah, like, he yeah. had to disown Wow. I, I actually didn't know that. So you can't change a tire, but you can. I can change a tire. <laughs> Don't so be twisting these rules again. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, uh, you can back up a trailer. I, I admire trailer, that yeah. um, because I, the first time I bought a boat uh, several years ago, and I tried to back it into my driveway. I was living down east at the time, so th- there wasn't a ton of snow on the roads, but it was a nightmare experience. And I tried to back it into my driveway because it was still winter time. And I tried to get it over the berm at the mm-hmm. end of my driveway, mm-hmm. and I got kind of like uh, jackknifed. Yes, and it and it just went completely sideways on me and broke the taillight of my truck. And it was like that's like 150 bucks for a new mm-hmm. taillight on a Dodge Ram. Mm-hmm. I was so choked. I enjoy doing it. Like, I, oh, it's, it's fun to me. Nightmare. I like it. Almost other, had it in divorce a couple times. I'm sure, yeah. The other thing is I really enjoy, and I'm very good at, parallel parking. Okay. Oh, I love parallel so parking. Good. Dude, when I, when I, when I like, it, one try get into a spot parallel parking, it makes me feel so good. Oh, that's all I do is one try. That's what, what I mean. mean. Like, just, one try, you're in there, and it just, yeah. like, pff, like I no look big around deal. to see if anybody saw me. I'm like, yo, you see that? If I can't dive park into a spot like that, you're not trying. I'm going by. I'll walk no, six blocks if I have to. Yeah. So how is it that you could be so good at backing a trailer up and backing uh, into spots and stuff? But like, how is the rest of your driving so? That's <laughs> my driving's not bad. I'm fine. I've seen you in traffic before. I've literally pulled up beside you at 
Just because I've got the music blared and I'm singing along, you know, that doesn't make me a bad driver. Not paying attention, like texting (laughs) and the lights going. (laughs) When you do the driver's test, it was it was when you do the parallel parking, it was five minutes or three tries, whichever came first. Yeah, right. Really, it was the same in Alberta. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't even remember that. I guess I'm I'm just that far removed from it. But I also remember just doing it boom once because I did it at the one at at, uh, Cordon. Yeah, that's where I went to. Yeah, 2020 Cordon. It used to be. It's a hairdo zoo now. Yes, Um, yes. But they take you to the military houses there, and I had practiced and I learned it trick about parallel parking and i've actually taught it to a couple people this girl Corey gray showed me and i'll never forget it back pull up right exactly beside the car mirror to mirror mirror to mirror get halfway back your vehicle crank it all the way yes when you see the license plate of the vehicle in your driver's side mirror straighten straighten to go back until you get back past the bumper of the vehicle in front then crank fully until you back into the spot. It, it's like, it, it, it's. I think about it, and I, I say it in my head every Dude, time I do way. it. I'm the same way, and it feels good when you're, do, oh, when you're actually doing it. It's like, oh, this works. Yeah. Geometry. Mm. <laughs> now, back in the, this would have been in the 70s, I guess. My mom, when she was doing her, uh, her driver's test, she had her five minutes, went by. She had her three tries, went by. She did not succeed. She's a oh. terrible parallel parker to this day. Still. But she still passed. Because the instructor, and this is a sign of the times, I guess, but the instructor said, that's okay. Girls don't have to parallel park anyway. Oh, yeah. So she got off. She was like, sweetie, slapped her in the ass and said, have a good day. (laughs) 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 There is this video that's going around on social media. You actually brought it up yesterday to me off air, TJ. I I watched it and I was so confused as to what was going on because there is a girl with plenty of spaces parallel parking. This this gap is huge. Not to mention she's in a Volkswagen Jetta, which they are notoriously good for handling. Volkswagens handle really well. My wife had a Passat and it was a delight to drive. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to parallel park. And she is not getting it. She tries it a couple of times and she's just like, she's cranking too much or she's not cranking enough. It's just not working. At one point, she gets out of the car and she starts to count paces uh, in between the cars to make sure that she's got enough space. And then she's counting the paces on her car. She's like, yeah, it should fit. Like, this should fit. So she's trying again. She's trying again. Finally, this nice young woman comes out and she sees this girl's having trouble. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to help you. I'll direct you kind of a thing, right? So she's standing behind the car and she's trying to tell her how to do it. And finally, she squeezes this girl into the parallel parking spot. It's like, man, this took, it was like 50 seconds and it's it's sped up. So, I mean, this took, you know, much longer than that. Mm -hmm. So, oh, this girl's so grateful. She gets out of her car. She gives the girl a hug. She's like, thank you so much, whatever. The girl that helps her then goes into the car that she was parallel parking in front of (laughs) drives away. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And the girl's like, wait, what? Why didn't you just do that in the first place? I wouldn't have had to parallel park. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Tweeted the video out at 921 City. I, it's so funny. It's so funny. I was so like, it was agitating me watching this video. And then when I saw the ending, I burst out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was not expecting that at all. There's nothing better than watching two things. So, uh, watching somebody drive standard for the first time. Yes. Doing the bunny hops. Yes. And then somebody who can't parallel park. Try, try. to. Yeah. Especially in rush hour downtown or on court or something. So we've all suffered some heartbreak, right? You guys have had some bad breakups where, you know, you were really sad about it. Yes, uh, no, TJ, I don't know if you well, <laughs> Yeah, I, you ever had I your know. heart broken? Uh, I mean, again, I find that, that usually... I always do the breaking up. Yeah, it's oh. like you you see the signs, right? Like, if you're surprised that a breakup's happening, it's like when people get fired from their job and they're, like, surprised about it. It's like if you didn't see the writing was on the wall, are you really in tune with what's going on? I mean, 
I get that there are people that sometimes do get blindsided mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, okay. But at the same time, you know if a relationship, especially maybe not so much professional, but a personal relationship with somebody, there are signs leading up to the breakup. Like she's not just come. I, then again, maybe yeah. I'm way yeah. off here because I'm in a good one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just think that if your relationship is going to crumble, you've done something. Mm-hmm. There's a few things. Like you're gonna be cheating. Yeah, yeah you telling annoyed. me? You telling me that that girl that you broke up with on a whim when she dropped her off at the ski hill, she didn't yeah. see anything coming? Well, okay. She. Why are we bringing this up? This isn't about me. <laughs> I no, just saying. You're I saying was... that she should have seen it coming. It was her right? birthday, so no, she probably didn't expect it on her birthday. I okay. just I just assume that most people have suffered, you know, heartbreak and you've had the the one that got away or where you've been really sad or depressed. I've had that feeling. I guess neither of you have, but guys um, though, it's the difference between guys and girls, I think too. But then again, you get some sad sacks. Like we'll we'll yeah. get the occasional call sometimes. <laughs> My girlfriend broke up with me. Can you play Wind of Change from the Scorpions? <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> Skin It'll bring my mood up. So I know what you're gonna your answer would probably be to this question then, but oh. if a pill could ease your heartbreak, <laughs> would you take it? No, no. just eat, keep eating the tub of ice cream. Like <laughs> <I> have- <laughs> just keep eating those feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna get fat, so I'm even less desirable to anybody else down the road. I'll probably start drinking more too, so I'm really bloated when I go on Bumble. <laughs> A scientist say that they are working on uh, a possible heartbreak pill. They said it wouldn't be in our pharmacies anytime soon, but they're uh, in, oh, the, so like the, in the beginning, <laughs> st- the early stages, um, where if you feel like the the pain of having a heartbreak is a lot different than you know job anxiety, and that it's and there's different chemicals get, that do get released in your brain when you feel that type of sadness. So they're saying that they have come up with some chemical blockers that could change that feeling. So you know you're still sad that you've broken up, but you don't have that. That weight. So it's just like an upper. Like they're just giving you an upper. Yeah, they're giving me ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just grab some e-bombers and uh, have some disco go. biscuits and uh, <laughs> listen to a lot of EDM music. You'll feel great. I got a call about uh, a listing that I have yesterday, right? The property. So this lady calls me up. Something completely unrelated. So she calls me and says... Um, yeah, so was the place available for viewing? And I said, yeah, yeah, the place is available whenever uh, whenever you're available. How about that weather? <laughs> and I was like, uh, not good? Well, you know, the farmers need it. I was like, oh, are you a farmer? And she's like, no. <laughs> and it seems to be the consensus, a conversation that had nothing to do with anything. The focus gets put on the farmers, and I get it, and, and, and I, I can appreciate that the farmers do need the, the moisture. They mm-hmm. need the snow and stuff. It still doesn't make me feel better about the fact that we got like 10 inches of snow in a day. You know what's funny about that, too, though, is that it seems like it's like, was she an older lady? Yeah. Because it seems, because I saw yesterday somebody, my dad had posted a picture of his driveway or something on Facebook. And my grandma had commented like, so happy for the farmers. I was like, <laughs> what does this have to do? Like, I, I don't, don't care. Know. I think I it's an care. old person. It's got to be an older person. It's got to be. Well, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say I don't care. That's no, pretty I harsh. Mean, I know, but I'm saying for, right. to me, I would rather not see all this snow. I thought it was a little excessive that you thumbs downed it. The comment from yeah. your grandma that said, that said, this is good for the farmers. Yeah, Bob, grandma. <laughs> there was so much snow yesterday. Like, 
this, the amount of snow that we got was one thing, yeah. but because I live in sort of a bit of an open air area, it's blowing mm-hmm. from so far onto my driveway. Oh, it's yeah. creating these giant snow drifts. You have the drifts like I do. Like my yes. drifts were waist high. In so, you see so grass bad. in part of my yard. The other half, yeah. drifts halfway up the fence. I'm yeah. like, what the heck? So I live across from an open field, and I get they're crazy. I had to shovel my way out to get to work yesterday morning. Yeah. And when I came home, it was covered again. Yeah. Big, huge snow drift. So I had to do that again. Shovel again at 4 o'clock. And then I shoveled again last night, knowing that I was going to have to shovel again this morning, which I also had to do just because of these snow drifts. See, why don't you just take my philosophy? Which and is, that is never, never shovel. <laughs> but I could not get out of my driveway if I didn't right. shovel. I, actually, they were that big. Like, it's like these snow drifts were, were snow banks. Yeah. Even at the end of the driveway, like at this morning, I had to try to shovel as best as I could because Beth's got a small car and she was going to be leaving after me. And I said, good luck. Like, just stay in the, like, it's a narrow driveway okay, now. that's what you want your pregnant fiance to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted her, I was like, good luck. Out of here. Good luck. But yesterday, I'm, uh, when I got home from work and I'm, I'm shoveling the, the the drifts and, you know, it's taking, because it's heavy, it's right? It's heavy. It's so wet. That's it's, hard. They call it heart attack snow. Yes. That's okay. Okay. So it's funny you mentioned that. So I've got this wonderful neighbor across the street, little old lady. Oh. And she's happy for the farmers. She, she must be happy for the farmers. <laughs> for sure, she's happy for the farmers. But she's somebody that you know. Uh, my neighbor Daryl next door to me, he'll he'll always go and, and do her driveway. I'll get up, I'll get over there and do her driveway in this in the winter time because they're they're older. She's looks like she's got like a hip problem or something like that. She, oh. You know, so it's just like you don't want them out there shoveling the snow, right? So she comes out of her house. She grabs her shovel and she says, "I'm coming to help you." And I said, "Oh, it's okay. Like I've got this. Like don't worry about it." She's like, "No, well, you helped me, so I'm coming to help you." And I was like, "Oh, you're so sweet." But like this is heavy. I was like, "This is yeah. really heavy snow," and and like you got to be careful here, right? So I'm trying to like go fast now because I'm trying to do as much of this as I can because all I kept thinking is, "What if something happens?" Oh man! And this poor lady who's just doing me a solid. She's like, "We're neighbors. This is what neighbors do." Mighty neighborly. So yes, cute. which is true, and she's great, and I'm glad. Yeah. But I was like, it's so, please, like, I can handle this. Like, I was like, I'm a little younger than you. Like, I think I can handle this yeah, right. by myself. Terrible. She probably threw on the Obus form and was like, oh, I'm going to show this young out of shape bugger. I'm going to show him. Oh, I just kept thinking, though, like, what if something were to happen? If she slips walking over or something happens while she's trying to lift this snow yeah. up? Yeah, and you feel bad because she's more of a hassle than helping because you're, now you're rushing and you're sweating. Exactly. Well, yeah, Which and you would have took your yeah. time before, but yes. now you feel obligated. So, exactly. like, I know, I know her mind's in the right place, but your, your heart's in the right place anyway. Like, like, seriously, I'm fine. I can do it. Yeah. I thought it was a little uncalled for that you got the hose out and promptly started spraying the path where she was walking so it was freezing ice. So she's doing the whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Don't come over here, Granny. <laughs> Stare at your own property. Uh, Manitoba Man has filed a complaint with the Manitoba Human Rights Commission over the type of photo ID that's accepted for entry at liquor marts. So the liquor mart locations across the province, they all have those new controlled entrances because of all the thefts. So the new system does require you, no matter how old you look, anything like that, you got to have your ID to get into the store um, before you're allowed inside. So the guy filed the complaint. He lives with vision loss and says he has no driver's license. So he has a CNIB card that mm-hmm. he uses instead. And he says that he gets turned away at Manitoba Liquor Marts because you have to have a uh, driver. Like your, they want the official government ID to get you into the store. So he has filed a human rights complaint to try and get that changed. So license or passport? So what the, so why wouldn't they just have a, a photo on the CNIB card? Or they do. They do, they do. but it's not government issued. It's yeah, it's it's not. I don't. I would well, assume not. Because CNIB is an organization under the umbrella. It's just I. I don't know. It's it's a nonprofit organization. I, I suppose yeah. they told him that yeah. he could use that, but he'd have to bring in two other pieces of ID to confirm that. So he's like, why would I be carrying around 
all this ID, mm-hmm. like this should count as a driver's license or, you know, should work, like let me into the store. That whole thing is, is like, there was, a, before all the, you needed the ID to get even get in the doors. I remember there was one time my license was in the mail. So they, you know how they mailed yeah, you the just paper. the paper copy first, right? Yeah. So I didn't have the photocopy. So I was at the LC and I showed them, I was like, this is all I have, but I have picture, I have other cards with my picture on it. To prove, but because it wasn't government issued, like it's like, but the you name matches those pictures. So, well, no, this is this is like I was probably like 23, 24, and it's like the, the pictures match up the yeah. name, but this is all I have. Like, I don't have a license right now huh. because they don't, they it's in the mail, yeah. And you don't uh, want to be carrying so your silly. passport around, no. too. Like, that's that's you that's know, what I had to do, though. I had to go document. home and get my passport just so I yeah. can. Buy that six pack of Lucky. <laughs> See, guys, that's that's why I look old. So I never have to run into this issue. But again, for the guy uh, trying to get into the LC, is he just doing this to to make a point about CNIB, or is there another? Because you can get other cards. Like I just dealt with this the other day. An elderly gentleman that I was working with needed uh, he needed to do something for. Um, you know, like paperwork, whatever. He, yeah, needed, yeah. he needed a driver's license, but his driver's license had been taken away because uh, of his age and his vision. Yeah. And um, they give you, see, he got a senior's card in this case. Like, I don't know how old this guy is, but there are other right, forms are of other Manitoba things, yeah. identification. Yeah, he's saying that he should, because he has that card and that card is accepted at the post office, like all these other yeah. places for, uh, again, as a form of ID. He you're not doing something have... illegal. A minor could go into a post office and can do a transaction, right? You can't. But you if you're right, picking up mail, you right. couldn't pick up somebody else. Like, you know, if you're going to pick up yeah. your mail, you usually have to show ID, right? If you're picking up a package, I always have to give my driver's license. And they say that it works at the post office. It's just an extra fee that he does, that he shouldn't have to pay because he's got to go down to, like, an MPI and then get this I agree. I think it's driver. stupid. Yeah, like, it just, should. Whatever. It's got the picture. It's got the name. It's yeah. you got a couple of the, the picture, the cards like that. Like, to yeah. me, I just let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, isn't that uh, an old whiskey commercial? You remember that? The uh, um, when you lose one sense. Like his vision, yeah. All your other senses are heightened, and that's right. what the guy. He, I mean, that guy. Could you imagine him, a little crown royal, just like picking oh. out those flavors, <laughs> exactly the notes, exactly. We need that guy in the. We, yeah. This guy is. <laughs> this he guy. is the LC. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> the Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station, ninety-two-one City. Since I don't text one old guy to another, Aussie. That was for yesterday. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, old man, that's how this works. You have to text in to 762 for Winnipeg's favorite rock song. Uh, we've got some some bad, bad heat going on, uh, whether it's on the bone phone at 780-BONE, 780-2663, or in the text line. We'll uh, get to open texts a little bit later on this hour. But uh... Hey, guys, don't understand this greatest song uh, contest you got going on. Everybody knows it's going to either be Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, or Iron Maiden. And I'll tell you right now, if it's not one of those three, I will listen to Celine Dion for an entire Whoa. week. Okay. That's right. Celine Dion for an entire week. Anyways, have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you later. Plot Save, twist. Save that I clip. I love Celine. Hey, plot <laughs> twist. That's our plan. None of those bands win, and we just play Celine Dion for a week. <laughs> Celine FM. <laughs> yeah, my bones pick is, uh, yeah, like, I mean, who the f- asked for the snowfall again? I was already ready in my Speedos. I was just like laying on my deck the other day, man. It was just a nice, beautiful day. And now, now I gotta put on my snowshoes and, and uh, yeah, like, why? Why? Why throw this at, why throw the snow at us, man? But anyways, it's, it's just a very major inconvenience. I put my uh, I put my uh, 
and <laughs> drive around, you know, because I got really crappy tires. Yeah, so uh, drunk guy, bad weather, not happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Summed that up pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so there are a lot of business proposals in this one call on the bone phone. Hey there, uh, Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. Um, my name is Richard Adam Johnston. I'm the manager for the Young Prof Canada. There's a lot going on, a lot that he wants to talk to you guys about. I know he's been calling you. Um, so he is bipolar one in a state of mania, and he's created all these uh, businesses, and they're all going to be tied into uh, my mental health blog. And so there's uh, a number of businesses on Facebook, PL Clothing, is a clothing line of mine that I've brought back. There's also Silly Days All Natural Supplements. This is a really cool uh, company because they're following the same marketing strategy as Amazon, meaning they will sell local goods on their site with no upcharge. They'll just make money on delivery. So those two companies are combining. They're coming out with Philetic Days Productions. And Philetic Days Productions is combining with Sunken Submarine Recordings. And together they will bring you the Young Prof Canada. There's lots to talk about. He does want to be sponsored by you guys. Yeah. Um, I'll give you some advice for free, some valuable advice for free. Um, do one thing and do one thing really well, uh, especially as a small business owner. Own your niche. Mm-hmm. Own your market. Yeah. The branching out from a record label to poems to Silly Days construction to the clothing line to, like, I understand that that in theory it, it probably seems like like a good idea. You just mm-hmm. spread yourself out too thin. That's it. Right? At the yeah. end of the day. Um, free piece of advice. Yeah. <laughs> Just do one thing, do it well. Go with the clothing line. Let nobody buy the clothes first. And then move on to the record label. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody buys the records. And you move on. Like, then move on to become Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think Jeff Bezos just started out with 18 million different companies. Yeah. <laughs> right? This guy's mad about rules. Oh, it must be nice to live in the U.S. of A. when they seem to do whatever they want. 40,000 people in Texas. That's awesome. And we can't even hear in Canada, Winnipeg, wherever, can't even go out for a freaking drink at the bar with your buddy. Oh, yeah. Wow. We're just a bunch of walking zombies now. The government is just playing the game like nobody's business. And I hear uh, Doug Ford, his business is... Uh, Stickers and signs for so, social distancing. Boy, isn't that a conflict of interest? What the f- is that all about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what, what he means about the sticker and sign thing. Oh, so the the, the Ford company, uh, the Ford family, um, they, they made their money, the millions, and continue to make millions and millions of dollars off of printing. Oh. And so this is one of the conflicts of interest where oh, a guy like Doug Ford, who and him and Rob in their, you know, and I'll say in their defense, when they were city councillors in Toronto, they never took any wages. And, oh, really? Right. But that's not to say that they didn't line their pockets in other ways gotcha. yeah. by passing through things along the way. And and you can see yeah. the economic spinoff for his company mm-hmm. um, with all of the pandemic. And like he's saying, the signs on the floor, gotcha. the stickers, whatever. It's all coming from his company. That's his what he's company, saying. Yeah. I don't know that for fact. Yeah. Right. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, we had that issue here with Kate's when he owned that restaurant and all the Christmas parties for the city mm-hmm. were always oh. at his own restaurant. What restaurant was that again? It was the one at the Ball Diamond, the ballpark. Oh, uh, Clay Oven? Uh, no, it was, it was something. Who's on first? Who's on first? Who's on first? H-U. Who's on first? H-U. Yeah, that's yeah. what Who, Who's on first? Great. Actually, a great name for a restaurant. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Had a ballpark, brand. of course. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's delicious, too. And the food, was, the food was fantastic. And yeah. I'll tell you, if I worked for the city, I would be stoked if uh, yeah. old Sammy came to me and was like, hey, listen, this is what we're doing for the Christmas party. I'd be like, yes. Right? Like, you know how people talk about Christmas parties. Everyone's like, yeah, man. Oh, man. 
I hope the boss, a.k.a. the mayor, comes yeah. down to us right now in the Parks and Rec department and goes, we're going to my restaurant. Yeah. You know, because like everybody, well, you know, who's on first? Good, man. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up here with, uh, <laughs> with another uh, call that we've heard before. Hey, dummy, here's a pro tip for you. That mask you're supposed to be wearing doesn't help if it's below your nose. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 921-CITY-VOPENTECH-ON-921-CITY-WINNIPEG-ROCKSTATION-FOR-PRAIRIE-SUMMIT-SHOP-WINNIPEG-GEAR-UP-LOCAL-FOR-SPRING-ADVENT
Remember that guy the other day in the States that threw that 7-10 split? That's right. Randy. 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 What's the difference between a Lamborghini and an erection? Turnbull doesn't have a Lamborghini. Permanent erection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear a belt, but it's keeping his pants up. <laughs> uh, where's the snow plows and salt trucks? Well, it's going up to like zero. I don't know. It's going above zero. I saw zero. lots of salt trucks yeah. out yesterday, actually, and plows. They definitely did plow. So, yeah. They tried. They were definitely out there. It's like, oh, you tried. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Saw a guy get kicked out of the wand wash the other day for laying on his horn at another guy. Oh, man, what? you know what? I've heard that before. People at uh, the buggy bath. I had a guy beside me a couple, uh, whatever, one stall over. And he was uh, cranking his subwoofer to like 11. And I was like, dude, I want to go talk to the, the employee here right now to get you to shut that thing off. Yeah, really? Eh? Like, stop. While you're washing your car, do you really need yeah, Beats by Dre thumping? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. It helps you wash quicker. Oh, I guess maybe, yeah. It's like your car's way of, like, you know how dogs shake the water off? It's like the <laughs> bass just rattles the water off. Winnipeg's Rock Station, 921 City. Welcome to The Cult. The Whopper Wednesday Cult. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... It's a big day. It's my first Whopper. Mine, too. Come on. Yeah, yeah seriously. I've, yeah, I've so never you, been to Burger King before. You guys getting it? You get this the is, uh, that gets huge. Home, you, you sometimes have two of these? Sometimes I just did. <laughs> oh my god, you did. Yeah, I'm back, baby. <laughs> you relapsed. Yeah, they're two for eight I have never seen somebody scarf down a burger as quickly as you did. That thing was barely out of the bag. I don't even get out of the drive-through. I can't even get out of the drive-through. I can't believe, like I've, like you looked like a child in a candy store, man. Yeah. Like you, that thing was halfway done before I even even. Like you have a big mine. mouth, but it like extra opened for oh that burger. Oh my god! Mayo <laughs> coming out of the sides of his lips and like, dude, I haven't I had. Believe it. I definitely have not had a a Whopper in uh, like eight ten weeks. Yeah. It's been a while. Now that I've eaten two this morning, including the brand new from Burger King Impossible Whopper. Yeah, it's a plant-based, the plant-based uh, version of the Whopper. So we got to try it yeah. out this morning. It's awesome. You can't tell it tastes exactly like mm. a burger. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's quite good. good. It's quite good. It's now, damn good. Um, as a guy who is a Whopper traditionalist, I tried to pinpoint the differences, mm -hmm. and I was having a difficult time. Well, did you remember like what it tasted like? Because that thing went down your gullet. Oh, there's quickly. no way you taste that. Like, taste you, taste you bud memory. So fast. Taste bud memory. I think you drank it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would if I could. I would put a whopper in a blender. Get it in there faster. Yeah. So that was nice. They, they, I guess they're unveiling this uh, impossible whopper um, across stores here today. Mm -hmm. Why are they calling it impossible? Because mm, it's impossible to tell the difference. Oh, there you go. And I'll be honest. Uh, usually, I get uh, double heavy all, but. Um, that's like double everything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> you get the double heavy and then you eat two. That's so crazy. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm gross and um, I eat uh, a ridiculous amount of uh, Burger King when I have the opportunity. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, Matt, yesterday, and he said uh, he wishes every day was Whopper Wednesday. And uh, It can be. It really can uh, be. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, and I don't know if it's necessarily... Uh, the health benefits behind, but um, if if you've never had a Whopper because you've been shying away from the beef, you know you're living that veggie lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you can, yeah. 
You can sit in the drive-through behind me while I go. <laughs> if you stand outside the car, there'll be pieces of the Whopper actually coming out of the car. He, he just now is flicking pieces of Whopper out of his keyboard <laughs> with a pen. I saw him doing it while he was talking. I'll be honest. I was thinking about saving that for tomorrow. Oh, God. Not going to lie. I was like, well, if I leave this little piece of Whopper here, then I can oh, feed my fancy tomorrow. Oh, it, it's uh, now that I've had the taste, like I might have to stop again. <laughs> It's Wednesday. I'm, 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 oh, I was man. auto-programmed, and yeah. I, I started taking different routes home that don't have wh- wh- whoppers on routes. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be driving 20 minutes out of the way to go around where all the whoppers are. I honestly wish I recorded that. Like, it was it was, it was was a sight to behold. It really was. It was like when they, like, you know, you go to the zoo, and you, all of a sudden you see them feed the animals, and the animals are like, ah! <laughs> yeah, the polar bears, yeah. Like. What you're going to say it was like when you go to the zoo, and it's the monkeys that are in the uh, cage together. Enjoying themselves. Well, it wasn't quite like that, but almost in my head, the same level of excitement. Mm -hmm. That was good. Thank you for listening today. So we'll talk to you tomorrow after six. Junior Friday tomorrow. Because I maybe go and get at least a junior WAP. (laughs) At least a junior WAP. Rena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.